Drunk Tank Podcast. Bunny, Jeff, Joel, Jack, Gavin, Gus. Oh, they're gonna laugh and rant and cuss. Oh, rooster teeth, yell at the internet for us. So I guess... Oh, don't, don't talk to podcast. Was that one guy re-recording himself? I think so. We're in the awesome. the queen portion of our uh, oh, podcast no, entry. That was awesome. And can anyone name the song that it's based on? I can. Yeah, Joel, you're making fun of it over there. Uh, no, I love that song. I don't remember. I didn't, I know of it, but I can't. Gary, Fat Bottom Girls. Fat Bottom Girls. I was listening to it last night. That's how I live my life. It's one of my creeds. Was that Queen? Yeah, yeah. Didn't the big uh, that was Queen specifically? Death anniversary for Freddie Ironic. Mercury. Yeah, his the 20th anniversary of his death just passed like two weeks ago, I think. Two or three weeks ago. That sucks. That guy was awesome. That guy was mm-hmm. awesome, dude. Man, it, what a voice. Mm. Okay, so who do we got here? We got uh, me, Gus Arola. Hi, I'm Bernie Burns. My name is Carrie Shawcross. I'm Joel Heyman. I'm looking at Carrie. And we're here doing Rooster Teeth Podcast number 142. Suspiciously. 142. Yeah. Almost oh, three years. 142. Almost, almost three years. That, 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 that's really depressing when you put it that way. Three years would be 156. Yeah. We probably, I mean, have we ever missed a week? No. Not even for a holiday? No. God, we're awesome. Yeah, I am. <laughs> you even had an, like an extra week in there. We did like five more. I feel like. Yeah, oh, that, wait, that's right. Yeah, there yeah. was one week where we did one every day. And yeah. never again. Never again? I feel like the past Come few on. years has been about a week long. You think I mean, so? I feel like we've been in this building about four days. <laughs> and we've been here just over a year. I mean, I just can't Moved even. Moved in. I can't mm-hmm. even. Uh, it's just, I don't know. It moves, it moves so fast. Pretty quick. It moves so fast. So Carrie killed the fish. I did not kill the fish. I found the fish. Mm-hmm. I didn't kill the fish. How suspicious you found the fish. We think that it was actually Kara who killed the fish. Yeah. Why? Why? Well, well, I guess we should say... We had a goldfish here for some reason. Yes. In a bowl on yes. the table in the kitchen. It was in last week's recap. It was. Last week's RT featured, recap. Featured guests. And it was discovered dead last night. Hey, dun, dun, dun. She's out smoking. Okay. Uh, we'll see if we can get <laughs> she, it. I think here. she's trying to keep that a secret the, uh, from the whole world, by the way. Unless she smokes. The, the parents uh, are going to be pissed when they hear this. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, because, well. Kara, if you if you ask her about it, she'll tear up because she changed the fish's water yesterday. She did, and she's convinced that because of the water change, that the fish died. Well, do you know yeah. there's a lot of things you have to do when you change the fish's water? Do you, do you know about that? Mm-mm. Like, what do you mean? Well, the biggest thing is yeah, temperature. Yeah, huh. You can't just throw a fish oh, right. from one bowl of water into the other. That'll kill it. Mm. She might have frozen. How the fish do these things survive in nature? What's that? I mean, really, I how does a goldfish survive in nature? I mean, that thing is just well, like the nature most delicate. Dump the lake and change the the temperature like by ten degrees instantly. <laughs> right. Very. Yeah, rarely. but there are other. Cha- I, I'm sure there are temperature fluctuations in nature, yeah, along with other challenges like other fish and fucking pollution and toxic waste, and uh, yet they somehow stay alive. <laughs> Well, I mean, as a species, yeah, but on an individual basis, no, not how long, how long? How long is the average uh, life for a, a goldfish? goldfish? I don't know. I don't think they... Are, 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 there, like are, there, are goldfishes like the equivalents of like is house cats? A, is like, an, I mean, are they, <laughs> there a thing as a wild goldfish? I, right, exactly. Are there things as a wild goldfish? I don't think so. What is the native environment of the goldfish? Is it a pond? Are there goldfish <laughs> well, in the ocean? Actually, in Japan, there are these natural coloring, naturally occurring little uh, glass bowls. That <laughs> <disappear> in <nature. laughs> and that's where they, that's where they right. find them. They, they fill with rain. In the, uh, it rains with uh, flakes. On there. the peak of Mount Fuji is the right. uh, ancestral home of goldfish. Where the, where, like I mean, is this, where, where does a goldfish? I mean, what? Oh, fuck if I know. I don't know. They, they come from PetSmart Pet or Petco or someplace. Did we breed goldfish into existence? Surely not. No, I doubt it. I'm I have to something. admit, I have always wanted to eat koi. Like those big, 
They want they, to be eaten. Those big Japanese goldfish? Every time you walk by, they jump out they, at you and eat me. They don't, don't they don't look very appetizing to me. Something about the modeled, like the mo- the way that their skin looks like all those different modeled colors together doesn't look appetizing to me. I guess because I saw them when I was a kid. And when I was a kid, my only experience with fish was fishing. So it's like, mm. that's a huge, that's an enormous fish. And they come to you. And they want to be eaten. They do. Have I you mean, they're like the, they've got to be the easiest fish to catch ever. All you have to do is walk by and just grab it. It's like it's like it's getting ready for being in the supermarket. It is. It just if it only filleted it's itself, freedom. it'd be perfect. Fish, <laughs> fish get no respect on a dietary level, none at all. No, like, I even know some vegetarians like, oh, but I eat fish. It's like fish they don't count. Like even the way we we kill fish by like yanking them on a hook on their mouth. That's like it's no, no, no. There's no, there's no feeling. With it's all in the eyes. You never hear about the cruelty. Like, the, 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 cruelty the rule is if it doesn't blink. Yeah, <laughs> like you just look at their eyes and you're like, you know what? I don't care it about you. It doesn't blink. You, you there, there's soulless. nothing in there. I have there's no cold, interest. Cold, dead fish eyes looking back at you. No, maybe but, it's because they don't breathe oxygen. Like, well, they don't like breathe air. They can mm. get oxygen out of water. Like, we can't. We can't relate to that. We're jealous. But I guess we can relate to. We're angry. But no, I was going to say we relate to dolphins and whales. But those are mammals. They breathe air. Yeah, and they, they're cool. They blink. Yeah. See, I hate fish. Though it does. Like fish has. It's a different rule, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it's also like we. You know, I've, I've always thought it was interesting. What we call food when it's alive versus when it's food, like cow is beef. You know, we don't call it cow. Right. And, you know, pig becomes pork, you know. But chicken is still chicken. The, the poetry of poultry? the English yeah. language. Keeps but it. even like there's poly- poultry, but people but that's don't more say I guess, poultry. Like- but like fish is always fish. There's no other word for fish. Hmm. And yeah, also we, it's like uh, generic terms that's like fish. Every kind of fish is fish. They did. They did. There was one kind of like fish like off the South, South American coast. Like they renamed it tilapia. Oh, And now yeah. I remember because on sets they would serve tilapia all the time. Oh, it's tilapia today. Oh, it's tilapia. But like five years earlier, there was no tilapia. They just invented the term. Is like, that before, how it happened? Because I wondered. Like one day it was yeah, like you saw was, tilapia everywhere. I was like, where the fuck did this fish come yeah, from? Exactly. People, it was a amazing thing. Discover this? It was like in South America. Yeah, there was like, South America was just like, no, the, it was just like the garbage no, fish. No one wants to eat the trash fish. That's right. That's right. No one wants to eat the garbage fish. <laughs> I think it's just marketing. But it is. It's marketing. <laughs> Let's rename it the tilapia. You want to bet on what it is? Like carp? What is it? Oh, I don't know. I have no idea. There was another fish like that too, wasn't there? Let's. Uh, well, there's mahi mahi is dolphin. That was originally called dolphin. I, I thought mahi mahi was tuna. No, it's mahi mahi is its own fish. I it's, didn't realize it was called dolphin originally. It's dolphin fish, but mm. it's like it, because it sounds like dolphin. That dolphin, we really dolphin. Know that. You're just making shit up now, aren't you? No, no I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure there is a dolphin fish as opposed to a dolphin mammal. We can't sit here. We can't eat dolphins, right? Like, hey, I'm gonna look up tilapia. Yeah, really. why, why, why can't we eat dolphins? What's hey, that? Hey, what's up, Kara? So, Kara, uh, everyone in here thinks you killed the fish. Did you kill the fish? I changed his water yesterday, and I thought that would make him happier living in a clean environment. But I guess it stressed him out. And you're like the aliens that come to the planet. Are you sad? A- I am very sad. It broke my heart when I went in and I saw him. Kara I almost cried this morning. I feel bad. She thought, like she's like I heard a scream come from the kitchen. <laughs> no, no, I, really I, every, I feel bad because every day you genuinely were like. I loved walking. that you were, ta- fish. you were taking care of the fish. I or, loved him. When I first saw it on the table, I walked up to the bullpen and I was like, is someone taking care of this fish? Like, I don't want to see this thing dead tomorrow because, like, someone just brought how, it here and, like, threw it on the table. How is it not going to be dead? How? It's not possible. I just want to make sure that like, someone was at least trying. There are oh, 20 was... human beings in this building. We can keep a fish alive. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to make sure that someone was at least giving it food. Yes. And it wasn't just going to, like, it wasn't, there was not an animal in our building, like, Tor- having this tortured existence, like, like dying because like, it was being ignored. Well, like he Harry. lasted a while. <laughs> how, how long did it last? Like two weeks? 
Like three weeks? That's I think. how long they live, man. Right? Something like that. How long does a goldfish live? I don't know. Let's, if, let's try to see. All right. What is the life expectancy <laughs> of a goldfish? What is the life expectancy? Of now, is this an environment with or without Kara? <laughs> That's the question. You know what I think? So, you know what, did you, you really oh, think it killed it? You know what I think killed it? Is mm-hmm. the changing of the temperature. I exactly, and I purposely put warm water in, thinking that would. Oh, it should have been cold. No, no, no. <laughs> it's just a different. They're very fragile, and the difference in temperature. A lot of times, what they say to do is you take water from the old bowl, I and, did, yeah, and you put it in a Ziploc bag, and then you put the fish in there. All right, and then put the whole Ziploc bag in the water so it acclimates to the temperature uh, slowly. Mm-hmm. Right, and it's like then, an insulation. Uh, right, and then you dump the water in with the fish. Um, the you know, what, think about it this you way. You know, what Wikipedia says. Guess how long a goldfish can live. Don't say it. How long? Well, what kind of goldfish? Guess. It's Wikipedia, too. I mean, I'm going to say a year. Uh, ten years. Ten no, years? No, no way. I call bullshit. Bullshit. Shenanigans. Well, think about it this way, Kara. You gave it the ultimate place to live now. It's in heaven. It's uh, it's never going to have to worry about seeing you again. Actually, it's in I would the not, toilet. She, she's getting sad. <laughs> Look, I, listen, I the would li- not worry about the fish. The <laughs> lifespan of a goldfish in captivity can extend beyond ten years. No. This, uh, has what any, is the average lifespan? What does that mean? In captivity, it's a goldfish. <laughs> what, what's the longest anyone's ever seen a goldfish live? I swear to God, I've never seen a goldfish make it through a year. No, nah, I've never. They're like the hamsters of the Sea World. I had I had one almost make a year, but then the other one killed it, and then it died shortly after. <laughs> I had a beta fish that lived for three years, so maybe yep. we should get a beta next. Betas time. are different. Betas, but they're also much pickier. What's a, about their environment? What's a they beta? live in a bowl the, the size fish? of like a. <laughs> The equivalent of like a 150-square-foot apartment. And you have to have a heater for their bowl. Oh, get out of here. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I no, you don't. I've never seen a I've never seen a beta bowl heater. What's a, what's you a, haven't? No. They sell it. It's a thing. What's a, what's a beta? It's uh, a fighting fish. Oh, fighting fish. Yeah. It's not a fighting fish. Do fishes fight? Betas do. do People like talking about these beta <laughs> fish. Like they fight. I've never, have you ever been to a beta fight, like an underground beta fight in the middle of the night where you're like throwing down cash? Is that what Vic got kicked out of the NFL for? <laughs> fighting beta fish? <laughs> But we don't, it's just like the, the thing you brought about eating them earlier. No one, no one cares. Fish are fighting. That's, that's what they do. Yeah. They were dogs, then you get, you're not quarterback. Like, I have the Wikipedia entry for tilapia. That's what a tilapia looks like. That is not all what I thought it would look like. The actual it looks kind of like a snake. It just looks like a perch or something to me. It looks, it, I don't want to eat that. It looks like a fucking fish. They all look like fucking fish. You know? <laughs> how many tilapia platters have you eaten? You've eaten a lot of tilapia in your life, I assume. You've never seen one before. You didn't even care. It's just like, it's just fish. It doesn't matter. I did go to like a Chinese food. I don't know if it was Chinese. I don't know what it was. And I ordered this weird plate. And uh, basically, <laughs> they just take the fish and they flash fry it. And then they put it on a plate and... That's it. That's, okay. your, that's your dinner. I and thought about like, so, the, uh, the expression on the fish's face is like captured in that moment. He's like Han Solo. That's kind of like funny. in the You want to hear something even worse? You want to hear <laughs> something even worse? Uh, but again, this goes to show that people don't care about fish. Did this involve something shooting out of your nose there's, after you ate it? I think I know what you're going to yeah, say. There was a, there's a sushi. I've seen this, uh. this video on YouTube. There's a sushi place in Japan where they'll serve you sushi. But when they cut the meat off the fish, they put the fish back into the fish tank. Oh. So and it still swims around. So as you're no. eating it, it's still swimming with all of its meat That's gone. Terrible! That's awful. Yeah. That's inhumane. Yeah, I've also seen what? ones where they take the fish out immediately, don't kill it, they just prepare it. <sighs> so you're eating off the side of the fish while it's still alive. Oh, I've seen that too. Yep. It's like that 
Simpsons with with the bacon pig that gives it that gives Homer bacon <laughs> in, in heaven or whatever, and just like pulls it off the side. It's like that. I don't want. That's terrible. Here's yeah. Here's what I'm afraid of. Like you saw that where like in an internet video. Yeah, of course. I'm worried that like aliens are going to get that video first. Yeah, you know what I mean of us, and that's going to be their introduction to humans. There's going to be like a, a fish race of aliens. Or like, something. They're going to see that. It doesn't the matter. aliens are going to be like that's how they shake hands. Yeah. Or this is they <laughs> like eating them. things while they're still alive. Good. Okay. We can we can. That they're cool let's with eat that. them while they're alive. They must understand. All right, well, thanks, Kara. Thanks, Kara. We'll make you feel bad again eventually. So the mahi-mahi, or common dolphin fish, is a surface-dwelling ray-finned fish found in offshore, temperate, tropical, and subtropical waters worldwide. Interesting. So the dolphin dolphin fish is the mahi-mahi. I don't want to dwell on it too long. You can understand why they renamed it. Yeah, of course. Feel like an ordered dolphin. Uh, I would. Did did, did the article say what the tilapia used to be called, or did it used to have a I don't see anything about that in here. Yeah. Etymology. I swear to God, I have not. I did not hear of a tilapia before like five years ago. Yeah, yeah. There's stuff like that all the time, though. It's not just food. It's like products too. Like those folding chairs that people have for tailgating now. That like they telescope into that like tube. Yeah, you yeah. know, those things didn't exist, and all of a sudden they made one of those, and then everybody they make them now. They're like five bucks for a folding chair, mm-hmm. and yeah. they're everywhere. Yeah. Now the newest thing are like those uh, those cups with the lid with the straw in them too. It's like they just manufacture those like crazy. Mm-hmm. Every couple of years, it's like some weird item that like crops up in manufacturing that is suddenly pervasive everywhere. It's like uh, the baby in the in the car sign. It's just like bam, everyone has one, and then they're gone. The baby on board sign. Yeah. Oh yeah. That that was old. That was yeah. a long time ago. But I don't know. Where's the, the beef? With those fat shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when I was in New Zealand, I was on the train. And I was um, talking with people, and I stopped in. Greymouth, which is in the west side of the South Island of New Zealand. It sounds like you're in Skyrim, but go ahead. I know, right? And it looks like it, too. And I was asking them, you know, I'm going to go get some meat. What should I eat? And they said, oh, you have to get white bait. And I said, white bait? What is that? It's a local fish. It's these little bitty fish, and they put them in a fritter, and they fry them up. And I tried so you, like, shape, shape them into any shape you want. It's basically like a plate of minnows that are, like... You can, like, shape into, like, into a duck. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then it's just duck... Fish it's like the duck. foil leftovers, but it's like, <laughs> right. it's like real. Right. So, so it was like a mass of fried minnows. Yeah. So I had a minnow fritter. Was it good? What I had. What was it good? I ate it. Yeah, it was pretty good. Did it I, taste I, like fried? People always complain that fish tastes like fish. I don't complain about that. I like fish. Well, you know what you're getting at least. People, yeah. people who like uh, usually to me don't like fish are always the texture people. They're like, oh, I don't like the texture of fish. So I don't like it. Mm. They get fixated. I on hate texture. fish. Really, I think fish is awesome. I hate fish so much. See, there's, there's no food I hate. I can't even ask you, like, what's a fish you like? Like, there's basically two categories of fish. There's fish and tuna, and that's it. Yeah. Or, or salmon. Like, sometimes people that's who don't like fish like that's salmon, true. right? You like salmon? Mm-mm. What's wrong with you? Mm-mm. Oh, you don't like fish? I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. I, I'll admit it. It's weird. I, I, I just can't stand it. Something about, like you said, the texture. The texture, texture and then the, the smell gets me. The smell makes me think about the texture, and it's like you gagging. It makes me want to gag. Like, really? Just the thought of fish is so fucking vile and revolting to me. It's really interesting. Like when I was eight, they took me out fishing out into the Atlantic Ocean, and that's when I learned the term Dramamine. Oh, yeah? <laughs> and I turned the Dramamine down. That's a huge mistake because um, – Wow, dude, that's I got so seasick on that. I mean, mm-hmm. it was just like I threw up and 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 got to the point where it's just like, okay, I just can't. I mean, threw up, dry heat, dry heat. I was just like, I'm done. And um, yeah, boats are different. They say, hey, we're gonna go out about two miles. You're like, okay, two miles. But then three hours later, you're still in the boat, like going out there. You don't realize it's, how far it's you're terrible. Going. And like yeah. the people who are operating the boat laugh at you. They're yeah. like, ha ha ha! <laughs> look at the land lover throwing up everywhere. 
It's terrible. I read, I don't know how much truth there is to this, but I read once that seasickness is the body's response because it thinks that it has been poisoned or there's something bad in the See, body, the which body, is why it can't control the equilibrium. This is why everything goes fucking wrong with the body. Like people who are like allergic to bees and all that say it's like the body's trying to defend itself over defending itself. It's just like the body would just calm the fuck down <laughs> and stop trying to defend everything. Like we wouldn't have these problems. But then what mm-hmm. happens when you get poisoned and you need to throw up? You just but how often does that ha- happen? I get poisoned a lot. I don't know about you. I mean, I guess there's food poisoning. Oh, let's not get started with that again. That was last week. <laughs> like, what, 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 like, every time we get this group together, it's just like throwing up and fish and I don't know. What the I was just thinking about Skyrim. Yeah, I brought, I brought Carrie in. Talk about Skyrim. To talk yeah. about Skyrim. What, what, was that, what was that one mission in Skyrim where you're supposed to go and kill the little fish? That's <laughs> <laughs> a starting mission. I'm gonna, before I start talking about Skyrim, I'm going to preface this by saying that I think I have a zit in my nose and it's making me really angry because it hurts a lot. You know, if that thing pops and a bean shoots out, I'm going to be... <laughs> Has it been there for three years? No. I think you're angry a lot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Has it been there the entire time you've known Carrie? Um, like, like I, I, ne- I always said that I never was a big fan of Morrowind or Oblivion. Like, I don't like those open world games. So, but And I, I feel like I played both of those games for like an hour or two, and I gave up on them. So this time when Skyrim came out, everyone's so fucking excited about it. I was like, I'm, gonna, I'm really going to play Everybody this game. Everybody is fucking yeah. excited about that. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play this game. I'm going to play the main storyline through completion. And I did that. And I still don't understand the appeal. However, that being said, I cannot stop playing the game. I don't know. I think this, the game has some kind of that's not like, a good place to be. Some kind of I'm doing something. I can't stop doing it. I don't enjoy it, but I'm doing it anyway. Yeah, I know that. Feeling. And it's like, and I'm encountering the, the same problem I had with New Vegas and I guess Fallout in general, where as I play more, the loading screens are taking longer and longer. So it's like. That's scary. Yeah, anytime I go through, I like I have to optimize my gameplay to go through as few doors as possible. Uh huh. It's like we talked about this. That yeah. sucks. You're yeah, in that like, Skyrim now. Yeah, so it's like in, in Skyrim, for example, you can buy a house that's next to a forge, and I do a lot of blacksmithing. So I'll go into my house. It takes forever. I'll get like my iron. I'll go out of my house. I'll be like, "Fuck! I forgot the leather." Like there goes ten minutes. I got to go back into my house and come back out. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. Yeah, it's like it, it, it drives me fucking. See, crazy. I haven't noticed that, but I think I'm going to now. And, and I have to go through doors all the time. Yeah, doors oh, or fast traveling. Running. Forget yeah. about it. Is that see? I haven't played Skyrim yet, so it's like basically every time you go through a door, you get into a loading screen. Well, essentially, yeah. when you go to a different zone, you can think about it that uh-huh. way, or when you fast travel. I see. And it'll get you to because you'll fast travel and then you'll immediately go into a door. Yeah. So you just go from loading screen, take two steps, loading screen. It's like I want to go talk to that king over there. I'm going to fast travel to his palace. So oh, you gotta wait. go through two loads. Yeah, like rooms. I load to get to his palace, then I have to load this to get like through the door. This is like traveling through LAX. <laughs> I mean, it's like the same. It's the same thing. If only it made me take my shoes off, like the next <laughs> yeah, sensor could security. see. And but and and the other thing that's driving me crazy is it has nothing to do with the game. It has to do with the people who enjoy the game. Like I sent hey. out, I sent out a tweet that was like, "I beat Skyrim, but I'm still playing." And I, every response was like, "You can't actually beat Skyrim. There's so many." quests and blah 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 I was like you know what the fuck i'm talking about i beat the main storyline i felt that way about like um star trek the next generation like i enjoyed star trek the next generation but like those people who are into star trek next generation a little too much ruined it for you yeah no i don't know so i'm, I'm still playing it like every night i go home with the full intention of playing saints row 3 which is a great up, game i walk up to my xbox and i put skyrim in and i sit down and i'm like why did i do that and i play skyrim all night it's once you start man I see. I enjoy it though. It's a little bit different, but it's such. Oh, <laughs> I haven't touched it, and I know so much about it. Like I know Lydia blocks doors. <laughs> yes. Um, and I know that if you make two thousand daggers, you get 
dragon porn armor? Yeah, I think it's 486 <laughs> daggers, actually. Yeah, yeah, I know that there's I'm, like, uh, I'm, my blacksmithing is up to 91. That's one of the things that's, that's like keeping me coming back. It's like, I'm, I've, I've almost made all the daggers I ever need to make. As soon as I get, make the last dagger, that's it. That's when I'm quitting. Is it just because daggers are easy to make, or is it... Yeah, they're, yeah, they're easy, and the, the, the ingredients to make them are relatively cheap. Gotcha, okay. And it, it does a thing where like a you can make casino. the easiest item over and over, and you keep getting skill for it. It's not right, like right. WoW in crafting, where as you your skill out. progresses, you can't make the early stuff anymore for experience. Somebody who has more time than I do, or can present this in a better way, they should like collect that data, all that player data, from all the people who have... <laughs> forged these fake digital daggers and how much total collective time that was and then compare that to other projects where things were built you know like (laughs) (laughs) the pyramids (laughs) like like, time spent playing wow what could have been built if wow didn't exist yeah i don't know if we needed like the destruction of productivity it's like if we could somehow like they someone had that deal where they're using processors that are sitting in the background to work on like you know, real problems. Yeah, yeah. You know, if we could somehow put that into video games where you're actually solving something in reality. I it's don't like know. distributed computing but using people instead. Yeah. I yeah, we could solve the energy crisis. Like, <laughs> they I, I, have like a crowdsourced like SimCity thing to solve some kind of city planning issue. Or like traffic. For freeways, exactly, yeah. yeah. But um, it's, it's, like, You know what seems like a thing you could crowdsource that might actually work is – let put out a simulator and let people work with uh, timing traffic lights, and that people would play with that all day until somebody gets one that's just you know that's significantly just right. reduces traffic, as opposed to just like a couple engineers in the city working on that problem. Yeah, you know? God, that would be so awesome. There, there's got to be. I mean, there, there's there's got to be people who are like genuinely working on. And the other thing, you is know, like when you introduce stuff into reality, it always like may not equate always. I don't I, know. I'm so glad you said that because you reminded me of something that I wanted to remember for the podcast and I didn't put it in my list of things to talk about. <clears throat> and it was a very, very interesting uh, article that I found on Reddit. Uh, it was words that don't have any translation into other languages, but you can explain them. You know what I mean? There's no single word in every other language. Like Scheudenfraud is a, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm saying it right, it's a German word, which is the joy you get from watching somebody else fail. And then very, also, ger- very German, very German, mm-hmm. right? And it explains a lot about the culture too. And there were I can't remember a lot of them off the top of my head because they're obviously foreign words, but they were like had to do with like the feeling of being around family and things like that. And I was thinking, it's so weird you say that because I was thinking, what would be words that we have in American culture that we would need, we don't have a word for, but everyone recognizes. And you just nailed one that I thought would be a perfect one. We need a word for that feeling that somebody smarter than me is working on this, and this is okay. Like, you know, like DDT, you know, spraying in my neighborhood, that's fine because somebody looked into this, and they wouldn't do it unless it was okay to do it. You have that feeling every day. You have that feeling every day in America. I mean, that's how society works, basically, is everybody going, well, somebody's somewhere has this figured out, but I guess... Some government agency approved this, so it must be safe. Nobody has anything figured out. No. It's a reality. The idea that because someone's doing it, it must be okay. That they would We must have something. Somebody somewhere must have something... Some, somebody's thinking about this. Right. Or if, if there was something wrong with it, they wouldn't allow people to do it. So the fact that this person is doing it in broad daylight, you know, it's totally fine. It means it's, it's got, okay. It's got to be fine. Or they're selling it on TV. This has to be okay. And then 10 years later, you know, it's the lawyer commercials for, you know, right. did, did you have DDT trucks in your <laughs> Did you take this well, prescription it's, it's, medicine? It's, yeah. like that, that's the big one I feel like. It's always well, like, yeah. did, were you? It's like a ratio 
of, well, am I going to attack this problem? Well, no, I'm not going to attack this problem. So I'm going to I'm going to use the excuse that someone else smarter than me is attack the. Problem. It's like when you come into the office and there's a dead goldfish in a bowl, and you think, <laughs> "Am I going to flush it?" Nah, somebody else is going to do it. Somebody did, else will take care of it. Did this. you hear that um, the Chevy Volt is have is being investigated by the government? I love for this. battery fires. It's the really? first car to ever have a recall based on. Uh, they haven't started a recall yet. I don't think. Oh, they haven't started a recall. No, they're just investigating it further. Oh, they're investigating it further. I think, but it's cool. It's it's like a potential recall for comedy timing, <laughs> because what happens is the car and Gus, you know, correct me if I'm wrong on this. What happens yeah. is the car gets into an accident, and then you a look side, at the car a side collision. A side car gets into a side collision. You look at the car and you go, "Oh, the car is kind of wrecked or whatever." But you go, "Okay, well, everything's fine." And then the car waits. <laughs> car waits quietly and then it catches fire like three <laughs> days later like it, wait, it, wait, it waits here they oh everything's okay and then it bursts into flames yeah apparently if they get hit on the side it can cause a problem with the battery's coolant system but it doesn't catch fire immediately it waits like three days and then it catches fire that's awesome it's like a dick car it's like i guess they were doing side impact tests at you know whatever facility the government does that again trusting someone else yeah, yeah. and they, i guess after the side impact they put the car in the parking lot and then like two or three days later the parking lot was on fire because the car caught fire <laughs> And, uh, I guess well, it's, the, they, name, the, the name of the car is Volt. I mean, it's like it's going to have to burst into flames at some point. At some point. So I guess they've been, they've been able to replicate it several times, so the government's investigating further to find out if it happens every time or I'm not. I'm never going to park one next to one of those ever again. Don't ever, well, I guess, yeah, you don't know if it, yeah, if it got who hit. Who knows? Did it get repaired? Who yeah. knows? I don't. Joel so, does. See, I have a good old-fashioned car where it just immediately blows up. <laughs> So you, you, you know you, you know the situation right away. <laughs> you know the situation. Your, your car has no sense of comedy timing or no. anything like that. No, it's very serious. Well, good. You, you you strike me as the kind of person who needs a very serious car. Yeah, it's true. I had something I was going to talk about. I forgot what it was. Oh, that's okay. I get some more. I got to the list of words. You want to hear some of these? Yes. So I'm not going to pronounce some of them, but I'll try it anyway. Uh, one of them is Mamahal Pnyatpe, which is the wordless yet meaningful look shared by two people who want to start something but are both reluctant to start. Should we? Oh, See, oh, 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 it's oh, because oh, there's too many syllables in that word. Well, they can't no, no, get no, to the no, doing anything because they have to go through all those syllables. Should we try to guess what language these words are? Say, sure, go with that one. Say, say what was it? Was it again? You'll never guess that one. So, try it again? Say it again? Mama halapat natatepe. I'm going to say... It's some kind of, po- this. It's it's some it's kind of Polynesian language. Yeah, I'm going to go with Hawaiian. You're never going to guess it. No? It's okay. Yagin, the indigenous language of Tierra del Fuego. That was my second choice. <laughs> okay, well, what was the original thing you were saying? Are we in Skyrim? These are, these, are, these are international <laughs> words that everyone's these supposed are, to know the meaning to. These are words that some society has given. It's a thing that everyone understands, and they've given a word to it. I didn't understand that word. But, but, not the word. <laughs> finish. But the feeling. The definition, yeah. Right. The definition, but there's a, there's a single but word for it. it. Like Jordan Fraud, you understand the feeling of, haha, I've, I'm watching someone else fail, and that's a good feeling. We don't have a word for that in English. And there's, there's a Scottish word called tartle. I, I screwed up. I told you the, the, the thing. Sorry, Gus. That's all right. It's the act of I'm hesitating gonna... while introducing someone because you've forgotten their name. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess that's so common in, in Scotland. What do you do when you encounter that situation? I always Google. go with the name of the person I remember. Like if I'm introducing someone to someone I know already, I'm like, oh, this is – like let's say I'm hanging out with Joel and I see Carrie and I forgot Carrie's name. I'm always like, oh, hey, how's it going? This is my friend Joel. And then I just leave you it just, like that. And you wait for Joel yeah, to introduce and I, and himself. And I wait for, for you to be like, oh, I'm Carrie. Like, yeah, that's right. Carrie, that was his name. I just walk away very awkwardly. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I like, deal with that. fire! <laughs> Run! I just got this phone call on my silent phone. I have to leave now. Pro, prosvonit? 
Prozvonit. Prozvonit, and this is – it's, it's a verb. Wow, that's good. It's Czech. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. It's one point for – This is the word to call someone's mobile phone and then hang up so they can call you back. That's, that's a thing? new, that's a new word. Apparently, the yeah. reason they do that is yeah. uh, to save the first caller money. Sure. Yeah. Oh. So the second caller gets the charge. The person calls back. That uh, seems so current. Interesting. I've never heard of that. I, I didn't realize. I mean, I, I mean it's, that's, also, it's funny it's that just, it's like a common thing in their society that they have a word for it, and I've never even thought about doing that or never thought. Oh, I did. Yeah, I did it all the time. You do? Yeah. Well, I, it's like, I don't know, meet a girl or person or whatever. It's <laughs> like it's easier just to call the phone, put it in the recent call list rather than write it down. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, but this is with the intent of having them call you back, like immediately. Will. Okay. This is, uh, I'm going to try to say this one. Torch, Torch Luspinik. Torch Luspinik. What what language is that? I'm going to guess. Can we use it in a sentence? (laughs) Yes. Swedish. I'm going to say Russian. I, I don't even It's know. German. So is it German? I, 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 fuck, I was going to go with German. I was going to go off. <laughs> so translated literally, this means gate-closing panic, but it's contextual meaning to... Gate-closing panic. It's the fear of diminishing opportunities as one ages. Mm. Which is, I mean... I'm running into that headlong. <laughs> Man, you know, I, I finally started watching the Louis C.K., the Louis show, and uh, he that's like a very common topic of discussion for him. You're uh, aging and everything's going to shit and it's never going to be better. I love Louis C.K. bit about go to the doctor and when you're in your 20s, they try to fix stuff. And when is he? He's in his 40s. Mm-hmm. In his 40s, he's like, they're like, he's like, man, I went to the doctor, my knees messed up. And he's like, should I have surgery? The doctor's like, surgery? No. He's like, well, what do you think? What is my prognosis? What's going to happen with my knee? He goes, doctor's like, you have a shitty knee. <laughs> That's it. Your knee's just over. It's over here. <laughs> there's, no, there's no cost benefit at this point. Did you know that he's Mexican? Is Louis he? C.K.? Yeah. Did you know he wrote Pootie Tang? I did not know that. <laughs> he wrote Pootie Tang. I think he might have directed Pootie Tang. What? Let me see. Pootie Tang, Louis C.K. This guy's done everything. Yeah, he's uh, apparently he's, he's, his parents are from Mexico and he spent like the first seven years of his life living in Mexico. He and looks like he's Scottish. Yeah. 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 Br- Brandy, what was the first word that you brought up? Film written and directed by Louis C.K. Pootie Tang. Oh, Schadenfreude? So there is an English word. What's that? For it. It is epicaracasi. Khaki. I like that he has trouble pronouncing the yeah. English word. Yeah. It, it's, it looks really weird here. I'm going to turn my laptop around. I, I, saw this, I think I saw this on Reddit the other day. Yeah. But yeah. They, they, there is apparently, I don't know if it's now or there always has been. Epicaracacy. There you go. Yeah. That's much better than what I said. Ep, it's from the ancient Greek meaning joy and evil. <laughs> I love that. Man, you know. So there uh, totally is one now. Interesting. Joy upon evil. That's interesting. Epicaracacy. Epicaracacy. See that's the thing though. You can know those words, and nobody will know what the fuck you're talking about. It's like you're the you're the idiot who goes around through the dictionary looking for the longest word you can or the most obscure words. You ever run into that? Somebody says a word like in normal conversation that you don't know. That's pretty rare. Yeah, at this no, point. I mean even I feel even, like it used to happen when I was younger. No, yeah. like, like even like PhDs on TV or whatever. This guy is an expert and has a PhD in blah 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 <laughs> economics, blah blah blah. But it's like none of them talk like that. You know, <laughs> it's like they're they're all just like, oh yeah, hey. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they, you have to you have you have to establish a common set of communication. Like if you talk like that, you know that the person you're talking to isn't going to understand. Yeah. Like even though you may have that vocabulary, you may reserve it for someone else. So, who so you also think with like it. two super smart like PhD yeah like when you like, get together they have like they yeah. secret conversations or anytime they write. Well, when they write, they go crazy. Yeah, exactly. Because there's like, you get paid more per letter. (laughs) That's a thing. Or you want to sound smart to your peers. I think it's just like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's just protectionism. 
Yeah, but I, I mean, I think that you will not encounter that simply because, like I said, people want to be able to communicate effectively, so they make sure to use like a base level of communication that everyone can understand. Like, I was talking with a guy that I know who just randomly found out he knows Mandarin Chinese, which was pretty surprising. And uh, he said that he knew he knows about a thousand characters of the written language, and that if you know two thousand characters, you can read the paper essentially. Interesting. Yeah, wow. I think that there's like there's a number like that that they use that for like once you graduate high school, they're supposed to know so many characters, and it's the equivalent of being able to read the newspaper. That's the way they measure it. Really? Yeah. Man, what does a Japanese or excuse me a Chinese or Japanese keyboard look like? What does that look like? On, I've, I've seen Japanese keyboards and Korean keyboards. They look like our keyboards, but they also have shift buttons. Like secondary characters that are used to build the character. So it's not like you have thousands of buttons. You just have the fundamental building blocks of those characters, and you mm-hmm. combine them to make characters. It's amazing. Still doesn't seem It's just like combining <laughs> letters, letters to make words, to make yeah. Words, yeah. Same, same idea, just a different approach. Um. I, 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 want to, I want to make sure this has nothing like, to do with... What's that game? Was it? Sudoku? Sudoku. Okay. This has nothing I to know do. there's a Sudoku joke in there somewhere. <laughs> I read a story about the Sudoku guy. Did you read that same story? No. So the Sudoku, basically all the Sudoku stuff you see in the U.S. is one dude. Right. He got the idea mm-hmm. to right, 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 right. He founded a book. Yeah. Like yeah. a long time ago. Like every Sudoku puzzle you see uh-huh. is written by... He like has the, the U.S. rights to Sudoku. Right. Someone and has the rights to that? Pretty much. Like he brought the game over. Uh-huh. Well, a long time ago, like the 70s or something, like you got a book where everyone has been slowly working on it or something like that. The so, best part about the article was about how much the crossword people hate him. Like he'll go to, <laughs> he'll, he'll go to conventions. Makes total sense. Yeah, I know. He'll go to, he'll go to conventions. <sighs> and I guess he's like he's, – he's the only guy in his industry. He goes to these conventions for like people who make gaming books and the crossword people like – hate that fucking guy. Like, they see him coming and they can't stand him. And he goes to, like, crossword championships and stuff. There's, like, fucking Sudoku guys walking around. That makes total what, sense. Why? Me. I mean... It's like, the, it's like the documentary about the uh, video game guys, you know? Where that, was it Donkey Kong or Pac-Man oh, or whatever? King of Kong? Oh, yeah, King of Kong? Yeah, yeah. Those two guys, it's like the same thing. It's like, we're going to shoot a documentary and put, like, our lens on this part of society and like oh look every, everyone hates each other <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> it's universal. Well, he is, like, the perfect villain. Yeah, he kind of yeah. is. Yeah. I guess he kind of is. That that was a like, gold mine. I heard Billy Mitchell hates the Sudoku guy. <laughs> I think the, the last the last time I think I was in the Orlando airport. Didn't we see like a, a Billy Mitchell arcade or something like a King oh, of yeah, Kong yeah, branded yeah, arcade? Yeah, that's right. What? Yeah, he had like a branded arcade in the Orlando in the airport. Orlando airport. Yeah. You know, there's a third dude in that mix who keeps beating them. Of <laughs> yeah, he's some it's a Sudoku guy. He's some Asian dude. He's a he's a <laughs> surgeon. Or something. This gets better and better and And he better. just keeps showing up and beating them. And then nobody talks about that guy, it's, though. He'll be in King of Kong 2. What's that? He'll be in King of Kong 2. Right. The ch- new challenger yeah. arises. Let me see here, though. Let me look up... Uh, I don't know how someone hasn't turned that into, like, a, a comedy movie. It already was. was yeah. Well, it's funny <laughs> unto itself. For some reason, I want to cast actual actors into that. I saw we ended up... Uh, Red vs. Blue Season 9 ended up in the documentary section of Amazon somehow. So now we're listening well, to the documentary. It's, it's a documentary about mm. the uh, UNSC Freelancer Project in the future. There's going to be a lot of people who buy it because they think it's political, I'm sure. I, was probably, uh, I wonder if that's why I got put in the documentary section. Who the f- Who knows? Probably. Apple, Should we leave it there? Apple put some other movie's ratings on our movie. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that was cool. They put us a, a movie, a Bruce Willis movie called Red, and we had to go through and get that taken off. Oh, yeah. That was fun. You know, you'd think it would be easier... 
or you get more attention when it's their mistake, as opposed to like something we we screwed up. We didn't fill out something right, so oops. Oh, we need to get this corrected. But no, it's like just out of somebody decided. Oh, we're going to attach some completely wrong thing to your deal. That's on IMDb. If you go to IMDb and you look up Reverse Blue, there's trailers for like some Michael Chiklis movie on there. We haven't been able to get that removed for like three years now. Yeah, and a Batman thing. Yeah, they don't care. No, they don't. They don't care. Does that help our sales at all? Chiklis, <laughs> Batman. I don't huh? think so. Huh? Just to uh, just to bring it back real quick, did you Gus? Did you see the update that they made to Skyrim? No, what update? So they tried to fix. There's like a PS3 issue, and that got fixed. Uh, but now some dragons will fly backwards. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I saw the, their patch notes had one of the best patch notes I've ever seen in any game, and I forget their exact wording, but it was something like fixed an issue where a character would show up to the player's wedding dead. <laughs> Which I think is awesome. I wish I yeah. could. I wish I could have seen that. That's awesome. Some areas shouldn't be fixed. Why? Why would they fix that? Why would they fix that? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, and that, now the dragons will fly backwards, and they will also when they see you, instead of coming to attack you, they'll just like go up to the top of the map. They'll just oh, like it's, maybe it's they're super bugged. Maybe they're scared. Um, like the the one of the dragon error that I've noticed in that game is I guess there's that one giant troll. I don't know what he is. Got, like, giant club. Giant yeah, club. Giants. And smacks the guy, and you go flying into the upper atmosphere. Oh yeah. They're- don't fix that. Don't fix it. It's a feature. There's, been a, a, feature. there's been a couple of uh, funny ones that are in uh, in game fails. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's awesome. Yeah, I guess I, I feel like I'm obligated to mention since we talked about game fails that uh, Achievement Hunter starting a new series today called Things to Do Win. I don't know if you guys have seen it yet. What's this called? Things, Things to Do Win. It's uh-huh. just like uh, weird different ways to play the game. And today's is Saints Row Three. You, ah. should, you should check it out after after we do the podcast. It's like touring the virtual space. Yeah, it's like oh. doing something unintentional. Like today's is how to get rid of cops that are chasing you in Saints Row 3. Quick, oh. Quickly. That sounds very helpful. It's not. I'll have to watch that. <laughs> can, it's can, not you, that can you use it in real life? No, I, 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 it would result in some serious additional charges. Gus got pulled over yesterday. I got pulled over yesterday for speeding. Oh, yeah? I, I got out of it. I think I was going, what? Like, I think I was going like 55 into 35, and I got a warning. Got a warning. <laughs> I was like, well, as, we were getting, as we were getting pulled over, I was like, Gus, I'm so sorry, man. This really sucks. And then the cop was like, hey, Gus, no problem. And then I was like, Gus, serious? I fucking hate you, Gus. Yeah, he's like, uh, pull your over because you were speeding. I was like, yeah. He goes, you have your license, license and your insurance? I go, here you go. He goes, all right, I'm just going to give you a warning. I was like, okay. And he walked off and then wrote the warning came back. He's like, here you go. I was like, all right, see ya. That's awesome. It was wow. awesome. So is there anything- I've never received a warning before. I want to say that. Oh, really? I've always just gotten the ticket. So uh, do you do anything in particular that, think that got you the warning as opposed to the ticket? I feel like this time I didn't do that game where you're like, no, he's pulling someone else over. Oh. I, I saw him turn around. I immediately pulled See, over. I'm hesitant to even get into this because I feel like I've discovered something, but I don't want to leak that information. Because <laughs> no, no, go. Fuck it. And I pulled into – instead of just pulling over on the side of the road, I immediately pulled into like a shopping center and parked in a parking spot. And you bought him a nice gift. <laughs> so that way I guess he didn't have to wait on the side of the road. So maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know. Yeah, you show my picture of your dead goldfish and go. This could be you. <laughs> what do you think you discovered, Joel? No, that's it. If 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 the cop is behind you and the second you see the, the lights on, man, immediately pull over. No, like immediately pull no. over and immediately go to a safe parking spot or whatever. Just immediately give up. No, yeah, because immediately give up. every time I've done that, I it tends to be better than if I don't. I, I know a guy. I know a guy on who uh, back in, when I was in L.A. or whatever. Um, he was driving from LA out to the desert and, um, he had a cop, you know, he was driving down the highway and a cop on the other side, the lights were off. He knew it was him cause he was going like a hundred or whatever. And he was like, fuck it. I'm going. And he went 
and uh, just blasted, just hit hit the pedal, and then exited the highway, and then just stopped and waited uh, for like an hour or whatever, and then drove. And he never got the ticket, never got caught or whatever. But it's like that's fucking ballsy for a ticket, for a well, speeding ticket. He was going really fast, but it's like I mean that moment where you're like, now nah, I'm just going to go for it. That's that's fucking ballsy. That's tough. I, I mean, never, is evading or evading I mean, the, the, the second you're like, come on. I mean, if you're if you're going 100 miles per hour. And the cops turn on the lights and start pursuing you, and then you go faster. I mean, that's a high speed chase. That's yeah. yeah, yeah what yeah, is that's, that? That's, you're, what you're, is that charge? That's reckless endangerment. That's, yeah, yeah evading, I mean, that's yeah. evading, not arrest. Not arrest. Another one. Uh, yeah. Obstruction of justice. I mean, that's. I think technically it's another evasion. You're fucked. I don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're fucked. Right that, the is that a felony? I don't know. I think reckless endangerment is like if you're going a that, certain. Speed above the speed limit, I think they can make that a Absol- felony. They, Absol- like they can yeah. arrest you. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And um, I mean, well, well, I mean, once they think that you're running, anyways, then they're just going to write whatever they can. Right. I mean, and they can write whatever they want. Well, have you heard about the thing in Japan with their cops? Is is if they catch you going over a certain speed? I don't know what it is. Let's say it's 120. They yeah. won't even try because they know their cars can't catch you. So if they if they get you over a certain speed, they just won't even attempt. I'm moving to, to Japan to get you. That sounds like a video um, game achievement. And they got like uh, it does, <laughs> but they got the cameras, right? Yeah, yeah. That or if they just if they clock you, I, I hear so they just give up as their strategy. Yeah, because they know that they will not. They have that in the U.S. I mean, our car. The, yeah, the police cars in the U.S. are not that not that fast either. No, I mean, what are you talking about? They're not. They're just standard. They're engines. just standard cars. No, they're not. Mm-hmm. They are. Mm-hmm. They're like Chevy Caprices. Yeah, there's nothing special about them. nothing special. I don't believe that. Nothing. Nothing. I should say nothing special. Engine or chassis wise, of course they've been retrofitted with like shatterproof glass in the back. And sure, no. well, it like probably that. makes it even, makes the car even heavier. Right, probably makes it even less. Right. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they have some cars that are fast, like some for speed traps. But I mean, yeah, any standard like, police car like, is you'll not. You see the Camaro or not something special. like that. Right, but yeah. It's like you play Need for Speed. They got the Lamborghini. I know <laughs> Lamborghini police. <laughs> well, they're using chargers now. <laughs> I, I guess they are using chargers. I know lots of times that. Uh, People on motorcycles won't pull over. It's the same thing where like they know they can go so much faster and dodge traffic that they'll just take off. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you can you know just hide a motorcycle. But in, still, though, in I mean, it's, to something. me, to me, the name of the game there is like even if I feel like the odds are ninety five percent that I'm gonna get, get get away with it, man. If you get caught, you're fucked. Yeah, I mean, it's like that's I don't know. Yeah. You're in a different part of society. I don't know. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I can do a lot of I can do a lot of crazy shit. That I couldn't do. <laughs> You could not run away from the police. I could not run away from the police. There's no fucking way. At least not that you'd admit it on a podcast. No, fuck. I would never <laughs> fucking do that, dude. Fuck that. I've learned, I mean, I got stopped. I was going 140 miles per hour. 140? Yeah, across the – from Arizona to Texas border, I was going 140, and a cop was coming the other direction. And I passed – I mean, the closing speed when you're going 140 is pretty fast. So he turned the lights. He turned around, and I immediately slowed down. Now, I don't know like, if good. he – that is the one time in my life I got a warning. You got a warning. I got a warning. He probably his 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 his, his radar gun probably did that thing where it like clicked up the numbers. It was like error. I don't I don't know what happened. I don't know if I if he wasn't prepared or, or what had happened. And this is when I just got the car. And when I just got in that car, it had that I told you it had the the chip uh-huh. that over revs the engine and takes the governor off and does all that shit. So the car was all fucked up. And so after he gives me a warning in the middle of the desert at like two in the morning, um, I pull over to the side where it's just dirt. 
It's all dirt. Mm-hmm. And um, he gives me the warning. I'm like, okay, thank you, officer. And I just got the car, and I don't, don't exactly know, but I know every time I touch the gas pedal, it explodes. <laughs> so it's like he just pulls me over. He gives me the warning. I start the car. I just kiss the gas pedal, and the wheels spin, dirt everywhere, all over his car. You probably shot rocks at him. I probably shot. I heard it. I mean, it was like, I mean, it was bad. I was like, oh, fuck, 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 but. That was like everything I did wrong there, and that was the one time I got warned. I can't – he probably did not clock you. you if it was he that must, late, he, must he not probably thought you were drunk and knew you were speeding because you were going so fast. Yeah. yeah. I mean I wasn't I wasn't drunk. No, but, but I'm just saying at that time of the it, night. Was, he, he, he was, was he stopped or was he going the other way? I, I'm not sure. Okay. They, I, they think he, I think if, he was going the other way. I don't think they can use their radar if they're moving. I, I, I didn't think that either, but <clears> I've gotten a ticket from really? someone who was going the other they way. They could just kind of do what they want to do. Yeah. I don't know. You guys are wrong, by the way. You guys are completely wrong. About the what? Ford Crown Victoria is a totally different issue, Crown Victoria, than what's available to the public. I've talked to those cops. <laughs> it has a like, different, well, it has we'll a different air intake system, even. It's a totally different car. Do the cops not know? I mean, I talk, they, uh, they, yeah, we, would have them, we would have them on set. I've been told the exact like, same thing. Yeah. That it's exa- I mean, that, we've, popped, we've popped the hoods even, on those Even things. the drivetrain is different. What? Exactly. No. It says it's rated even down to the axle. The axle's rated for 130 miles per hour versus 110 miles per hour. For the standard civilian edition, I I don't know. I've always been told that was not the case. But I've, I've been told that too. I guess Wikipedia proved us wrong. But you know what? Also, the other thing is it probably it probably varies also from county to county because there's no standardization of cop cars. Backpedaling back in there's Los no standardization <laughs> in Los Angeles, California. I think they're not. I don't think they are. Maybe maybe other places. Yeah, that's like a that's like a reality show in L.A. All the high speed chases on the freeways there. Yeah, they're, they're just, just kicking on at night. I remember when I used to go visit Matt, they would they would turn them on. Like someone would call you. Oh, there's it's entertainment. Yeah, there's high speed chase on. Go watch it. You couldn't get away when when there was a uh, high speed chase. It was like every channel. <clears throat> there's no getting away from it. But aren't they constant out there? They're they're pretty. Yeah, that, that's all there is. There's no TV out there. It's just <laughs> you're just, just watching. Tra- you're either if you live in LA, you're either sitting in traffic or watching it on TV. Right. <laughs> You're like watching someone go fast and you're fantasizing that that's you. Like, look at him go around all that traffic. Man, I wish I could do that. Tomorrow. That's exactly, that's exactly God, look at the good time he's making. What? Oh, I would have taken the 10. <laughs> this time of day, that guy's crazy. They, they, they do that. I remember thinking that where it's like, oh, don't go that way. You're like applying strategies. I got to say that if I'm sitting in like a two-mile traffic jam and you finally get up to where the there was an accident on the freeway – it falls in one of two categories for me. It's a bad accident, and you see people on stretchers, you know, with neck braces on, getting put in the back of ambulances who need help. And you're like, oh no, I feel terrible for them. Or it's people who have been in an accident and they're standing there next to the cars, like fucking idiots. <laughs> I mean, it's like one of two categories. No. I either feel bad for them on a humanitarian level, or it's just you assholes. No, those, <laughs> the worst to me is when it's there's not even a wreck. When it's just like a car pulled over on the side of the road, and it's like some dude looking under his hood, like hmm, and like, and like I've been in traffic for two fucking miles because people are stopping and looking at a dude staring at his radiator. <laughs> like really, I spent fucking thirty minutes because this asshole pulled over. It's not even his <laughs> fault. It's the fault of everyone who's like stopping and looking like, oh my god, he's got car problems. Look at that, huh? Or, or better yet, when it's not even on your side of the freeway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's on the other side. You can tell. There's nothing going on. It's a dude on a cell phone. Yep. And it's on the other side, and people are just slowing down to take a look at it. I saw uh, One time I saw an abandoned white car on the side of the road, and everybody stopped because they thought it was a cop. Oh. People who drive old cop cars are dicks. Yeah. 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 They really are. And, and can't, you cannot enjoy this experience of owning a Crown Victoria in traffic 
Because and people constantly start slowing down. Yeah. They slow down around you. Everywhere you that, go, you're like... I don't think you can ever enjoy the experience of owning a Crown Victoria. <laughs> I just want to, I want to clarify a little further there. There's no upside. No, there's not. No. Yeah. Some no. of the other editions on the law enforcement edition of the Crown Victoria, the driver's side seat, the driver's seat, I guess assume the passenger seat too, has inside the seat, it has a stab plate yeah, so I, that you can't be stabbed from the back seat. I, that, that was where they had like wow. the, in New Zealand and in Australia, they had like those plastic, like when you get in the cabs. Remember so that? in America, they have a plastic barrier between the front and back seat. So you yeah. can't, that's a protection. Right, but in, in Australia, they just report. have, like, the plastic sheet around the taxi driver. Yep. And we were like, why is that? And it's like, oh, so you can't punch them. Apparently, that's guns. a thing there. Because they have guns. Just everyone punches each other. Like, that people will punch the taxi driver and then run away. It's almost the last time I was in New York was the same way. I got in a cab. That, that, I had never seen that before. Yeah. I went this last time in New York, where it's like... The, he, you, so someone could sit in he's, the passenger he's drawn, seat. He's drawn the line right. so just could, around his seat right. Someone could sit in the passenger seat, but you still couldn't, like I said, punch him couldn't or either. interact with him. There was like only that little slot to put the money. So it's like death back This is forward. different than that. You're telling – he was like in a plexiglass box. Yes. Right? This is like a, like a sheet that he like – It's like a sheet. It's like a, like a semicircle that goes like around it. Oh, so weird. So yeah. you just can't get a good swing. Like weird. Oh, couldn't, like, couldn't like cock your – couldn't like – but that's, he can like lean around it and all this. That's really weird. It, it's weird. It's definitely weird. And I remember thinking, boy, that that is really weird. And the next morning, there was a news story about some old guy <laughs> who punched a guy. It's like that's it's so weird. That's kind of regret never having driven a cab. I think we might have talked about this before. That'd be a fun experience to drive a cab. Hmm. Only if you're on taxi cab confessions. Yeah, I wonder how hard it is to get a job as a cab driver. It can't be that hard. You just have to have a license, right? I don't know. Uh, Tell I me, think guys. you just have to have a license, and you can. Why would you, you, you can either to, own the car or lease the car from them, and you pay them. Why do you want to be? Why do you want to be a cab driver? Is this interesting to meet people. Sure, interact with people that I normally wouldn't interact with. Sure. Or do you, you probably have to pay a licensing fee to the city as well, for like a medallion yeah. fee or Don't whatever. Figure. Probably some forms involved. Always forms. Yeah. It certainly doesn't feel like there's any additional requirements when I'm in the cab. Well, let me. <laughs> I, I I've definitely <laughs> been in some cabs where I think anyone can get that job. Yes. Like, I think I talked about it God, a long time ago. I think one of the first podcasts. I got into that cab downtown where the cab driver was staring at me in the rearview mirror talking about how he was going to put the light in me. What? Yeah. Yeah. The guy was fucking insane. He's going to put the light in you? Yeah. That doesn't sound good. No, no. It was like I, I, got, <laughs> into, I got into the cab and Alex Jones was like blasting full full volume. I was like, oh, shit. shit. Yeah. It's like the, the, abort, <laughs> eject. You really do wish you had an eject button on the <laughs> yeah. fly out of the top of the cab. Yeah, we, we didn't get well, any Gus, red lights. If we had got a red light, I was going to get out and run. Like, so, I, there was no way I was dealing with this guy. Gus, you right. should have just punched him and ran. <laughs> he had that guard. He had the guard. Sometimes that little metal or that little plexiglass bubbles for your protection. Who was the first guy to discover that? It's like, the, you know, ah, there's a guard there. It's clear plastic. Where did that come from? Broke my hand. Broke my hand. No. But we had the same thing in Boston where um, I, I get so aggravated with our group. Whenever we are at a convention, we're going to go somewhere to eat. It takes like an hour and a half it takes to decide. Forever. I have no, I never can figure out why. It takes forever, and it's like at the end of a con day, we're all just like, we're just going to go eat. It's like, well, where do we want to go? Uh, and then we try like five different places, and and then it's too long to wait, and we end up spending two hours trying to find a place that's less than forty minutes to wait. And it's always pain that, in the ass. That always is like a meltdown. Well, because we're hungry. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I mean, you're hungry, and you've been through a long day. I I, I now have a thing. I wait about 15 minutes and then I just I literally just walk away from the group and get in the car. Well, and it's somewhere. funny because that's what is going to wind up happening anyway. I mean, it's either going to happen at the beginning of the process or it's going to happen at the end mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. otherwise 
what will happen is there'll be three hours of should we go there? I, I don't I, know. I, I feel like, like sometimes and eventually someone you'll, you'll just hit the tower and be like a hot dog. Yeah. And then you just walk towards the hot dog and you eat it. Sometimes like you'll just see a piece of food. I, I feel like, like people dog. see me. That's it. Like I've encountered this a lot when we do trips. And I feel like lots of times people look at me as a villain because before we leave the event, I'm like, where are we going? What are we going to do? I'm going to start making calls. Like, no, no, we're just it's hard. Like, no, it's no, hard no, no. to understand. To we have to start we're, making plans now. Yeah, and no. Like, no, no. And I'm like, no. And I start getting angry. Like, no. We have to start. Like, Gus, calm down. Like, I'm not coming down because it's yeah, going to no, be a problem know. in about 10 minutes. Yeah, they don't know. Plus, also, by that point in time, Gus is also booked all over travel, which is the biggest pain in the ass for anyone oh. ever. So you, you go through the process. Booking airline tickets sucks. Sucks. It sucks. You know what's funny is that I said to you two weeks ago, I said, hey, yeah. I bet you American Airlines is going to go bankrupt. Yeah, let's talk about that. Bam! Bankrupt. hey I like That's the, my celebration I, I, I like dance. the, uh, the, the uh, don't worry, everything's okay email that they sent out yeah. to all of their frequent flyers. You want me to read it to you? There's a bunch of these. It's like, uh, I, forget, I forget what the exact word, you'll pull it up here in a second, but there was a, there was a phrase in there that was like, as far as your frequent flyer miles go, don't worry. The usual process will apply. Like, isn't the usual process during the chapter 11 to liquidate and remove everyone's frequent flyer miles? Don't worry. This will just be a standardized rape. <laughs> there will be nothing, nothing weird about this. <laughs> it will be totally by the books. <laughs> God. Dear Advantage member, as you may know, as you may know. As you might have heard. On Tuesday, November 29th, American Airlines filed for reorganization under Chapter 11. We took this action as part of our efforts to secure our long-term success in delivering the highest standards in air travel. Do they know? I mean, we've flown American before. That's why you're receiving the letter. So why would they say – okay, go ahead. No, I'm, I'm letting you go. I found the passage here. The Advantage Miles – those are my frequent flyer miles – that you've earned are yours and will stay yours, subject to usual policies. <laughs> Until you choose to redeem them for a great reward with us. They're, they're yours to keep. It's a great. I'll keep all my miles, but we're out of business, so just keep those miles. They're going to send you like a roll of tickets, and you just get to keep them and just like have them on your shelf. <laughs> Don't send your certificate. God. Redeem yeah. for advantage miles. It'll be a digital one. <laughs> this is uh, – for the whole process I've been with American, every time I get to a point where I can cash in those miles, I cash them in. Like I immediately yeah, I'm the same way. I'm I've the been same that way. way. So it's like I feel like I'm ahead of the game. Yeah, I, I do not bank those at all. I do feel bad because we did go to Australia, which is a lot of miles. Yes. And I haven't flown since. And so I haven't had a chance to cash in those miles. But it's like – I knew this was, this was coming like two weeks ago. It was in the stock price. It's been coming for like eight years. Well, for no, no, but it's time. like you, you could see the half-life was just like – it was just like clearly people knew what was going on. Clearly insiders were selling. You can see the stock price falling. Do you think, clearly this, do you think anything's going to happen as a result of this? Do you think there will be American – like it's going to be like Pan Am and it's gone? I don't no, think I companies think, go I bankrupt think, anymore. No, I think you're right. I think yeah. American will still be there, but I do think they'll have some, miles are in danger. I think – They'll have some, you know, some hard labor negotiations, some layoffs, and they'll, they'll, they'll still be around. I think it'll be the same thing as always. I don't think people will notice in two years. You know, almost yeah. every well, airline – Well, the, the stockholders notice. <laughs> sure. Almost every airline went through bankruptcy post 9-11 <clears> – <throat> Right. And, except for American, I, I was ones. I was yeah. shocked that they didn't. So I mean, it's it's they were overdue. Like didn't, they get a, didn't they get a bailout though? All the airlines did back then. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I don't think th- I think that was the last time that happened. But it, for for a while there, it seemed like every year it was they were getting money from the government. God, man, it's like we just never figured it out. It's like, wait a minute, let me get this straight. We the taxpayers gave you a crap load of money. And we didn't get our money back. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't, and it didn't work. It didn't save the company. What's what happened? Yeah. Now, now we've decided we're going to do it with the whole world. 
You know, I mean, I, that, that actually does piss me off because I'm—I mean, I'm a business owner, and the idea that like if right. we went bankrupt, that would be it. I mean, right? Right. We're not restructuring and, and getting money from the government. To we'd we'd still get our miles as employees, though. Yes, right? you definitely would. You would keep all your miles; they would be yours to keep. But you know what I mean? It's like if it's like there's no one going to help us. I mean, it's well, like the, we would just be gone. There's no culpability yeah. or there's no accountability. It's like, no. oh, I fucked up. Bail no. me out. Okay, cool. I'm back. Well, what we need to do is we need to institute new programs. Yes. Into the company where we can. Sell people on the idea that if we go bankrupt, everybody's fucked. Yeah, exactly. So we're too big. We just need to come up with some like we can have an energy department, maybe, or something, something like I don't know. Insurance. Like if people don't have YouTube, they just go right out on the streets. We could sell CDOs to like insurance on corporations or something, and in that way, they need us. We can't go under. It's 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 in the best interest of the country to keep us afloat. It is. I think at forty million dollar CEO positions, we need that too. Yes, that's integral to our business. In order to make the internet a better place. Yes. So I discovered something. What did you discover? On the internet. What is it? So apparently there are places on the internet where you can go and you can make uh, bets on sporting events. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Welcome to 1994, by the way. I think that was the first site on the internet. <clears throat> yeah. And um, so – I don't know. I, I don't know if I should get into this. No, get into it. It's, it's, it's just a private conversation between us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I get into this thing. So let's say, let's say I gave them like tokens. Like so, I give them some tokens, mm-hmm. right? And I bet on some mm-hmm. outcomes of sporting events with the tokens. And they were fun. It was fun to do with the tokens. And it went back and forth, back and forth. And like I was sort of down. And so I was like, "That's it. Fine. No problem. I'm just going to double down, and then I'm going to be done. I'm either going to be." Done. Or I'm gonna do so the UCLA USC game happened, and I doubled down on it, and I was absolutely right. I was absolutely right. So I was like, "Hey, I doubled down. I was absolutely right. I'm done." So I go to the payout part of the site. And I go, "I want my payout," and uh, it gives me an error. Go figure. Shocking, right? Wow. And it goes, "Oh, you haven't met your your." rollover requirement. And so what had happened was, was I'm not even sure I talked to the guy at the place with the tokens and he said, well, I'm going to cut you a deal, Joel. <laughs> he said, there's some costs associated with this, but we will absorb those costs and we will give you a 25% bonus on your tokens. So, and I got all that, but what he didn't tell me is that now to get paid out, you have to add your deposit along with the fees, along with the 25%, add it together, and then you have to multiply it by six. What? <laughs> Which is um, 22,000 tokens. That's a lot of tokens. That's a joke, but. <laughs> I'm so kind of I have to benefit. give them, <laughs> I have to give them 22,000 tokens. Worth of action to get my money back. You're, you're boned. Yeah. Mathematically speaking, boned. So, okay. But those, you know, fuck those them. Of if you I come back, fuck them. Okay, if I come, what, what if is your I come back. Here? What is your solution here? I'm, I don't, my solution is I'm going to fucking beat those motherfuckers. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> That's my fucking solution. So instead of just getting out even, I'm going to fucking get out ahead. Fuck those guys. I was going to say, for those of you listening to the podcast who tune in every week and hear Joel be right about everything that's coming this is wrong. In, in the economic situation, but yet wonder how he's not filthy rich, this is why. <laughs> this is why. Because then when he makes the money, he takes it and does stuff like this with it. 
<sighs> you go and trade it for tokens in online sports betting. Tokens. Things. It's like that episode of The Simpsons. Where Sounds like, like Bitcoin. God, Bitcoins. Fucking hell. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. Yeah, that's so, awful. So you're going to have a very stressful weekend. Well, all I'm saying is that UNLV had better not lose by 40 points. <laughs> Who are they playing? They're playing TCU. So, I don't think I've ever seen a UNLV game. So UNLV, who all those don't know, is a college, I guess, <laughs> based in Vegas. It's a good basketball school. And, uh, it's also a good hotel management school. Yeah. Is it really? And a terrible football school. Yes. Which is what we're talking about. Yes. And uh, they're taking on Texas Christian University. So the Vegas college people just have to not lose by 40 points. But see, and everything will be fine. If they go to college in Vegas, they understand the spread. So are they? Are they? How are they incented? They said they said the Hawaiian team had been shaving points. Actually, really? Big, yeah, mm. big like, yeah, big like a woo, big like thing. I guess to take it away from the Penn State thing. So, hmm. I don't know. So no, wow. one's, no one's talking about Penn State anymore. We're not talking about Hawaii. I don't know. That's <laughs> all ugly. They're talking about Hawaii shaving points. That's much worse. Well, I don't know. It depends upon who you are in the story. I guess. I don't know. I've derailed this podcast. It seems like there's a lot of controversy going on with college sports right now. Isn't there something else? Like another yeah, there's another Syracuse? Is yeah, it? yeah, there's another. That's bad. I don't want to even touch that. Like, I feel like I'm already burned out on – not burned out. But I feel like I've already learned so much about the Penn State thing. I, I don't even know anything about the Syracuse thing. Like I keep seeing the headlines, but I feel like I already read that story. No way I didn't. Yeah, it was funny. All I heard was the blowback from the, from the Penn State story where it was just like I didn't know what had happened, but – I heard, I knew about all the side stuff. I was like, wow, must, something must have been really bad. You're like Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> but I didn't know. Yeah. So that was bad. Yeah. So Emily was on the podcast last week. Yeah, you forgot to talk about uh, – I forgot to talk about one of the, the coolest things that I wanted her to come on and talk about. Yeah. So as you guys know, we talk about the Alamo sometimes here on the podcast. Is, she, is, is she here right now? Uh, I just asked for her to come down if she is up there. Okay. I, she wasn't here when we came in to record. Okay. And – the Alamo is a very cool movie theater where they do lots of fun events. And then there's also some weird offshoot thing called Mondo. And I'm not exactly mm. sure what Mondo is. I think Mondo makes their t-shirts. Right. And posters. Yeah. Yeah. And then they also do like fun, cool events. And they have Mondo secret screenings where you show up and they do something. Like some of the things they've done in the past, I don't know if it was Mondo or Alamo specifically that did it. But they took the Traveling Roadshow screen and they showed Jaws. And to watch the movie, you had to be floating an inner tube in the river. While you watch Jaws, you know you had to be floating on Town Lake, essentially in a tube with your butt in the water that's while you're awesome. yeah. So. And they had people swimming, that's really grabbing great. at your ankles. And Did stuff. they really? Yeah. What? Did they? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Which I would say, like, no, there's no way. But after what Emily told me about the screening they went to, I, I, it was, I cannot. I was when I was in New Zealand, I cannot believe I missed this. It sounds like one of the coolest things of all time. So they said, everyone, show up here. We're gonna have a screening for a cool movie. Just show up. And there's a big Joel. We know a lot of people. In this. There's a lot, there's a big film community in Austin where it's like. Just show up. We're going to have a screening. It's like, well, what does that mean? It's like, how long is it going to be? It's like, don't worry about it. Just come. Don't ask screen. questions. Yeah, and they'll go, and I'm like, well, how long? Where you know, whatever. And they're like, no, just get on the bus because they literally had buses and they put everyone on buses that were taking you to the screening. Okay, so what they did was they put people on buses and they went to a local mall, which is Highland Mall, and mall should be in quotes here. Yeah, I, I'm trying yeah. to think of the best way to say it. So it's like a mall that's like kind of fallen out of favor. You yeah. probably have one in your hometown too. It's on the decline. Yeah, and so it's like like half the shops in it are closed and shady and mall. It's kind of it's a little shady, right? And uh so the parking lot was empty. This was at night and the parking lot's empty and they have police barricades up there. And the bus driver's like, "Uh-oh, no, what's going on?" 
It's all part of the experience. And they had guys in the military out there with rifles, with blanks, and they were f- holding back zombies from a barricade. And the zombies break through, and the buses are trying to pull through all this. And they're telling people the buses, just run, get in the mall, get in the mall, get in the mall. And, like, you have to run through this zombie horde while the military is shooting at them. And you go into the mall to then watch a screening of Dawn of the Dead, which is, of course, where they're all hol- they're holed up in a mall during the zombie apocalypse. That sounds like one of the greatest things of all time. I would have freaked the fuck out. Emily said she was shaking. Like, she, even though you know it's fake, it's like, you see, there's like, it's going off. Yeah. It's awesome. It's so immersive that you get lost in it. Every yeah. movie should be you like that. That's awesome. a video a long time ago about a guy who goes in and plays a arcade game. About zombies? Do you remember oh, this? Oh, yeah. And then zombies actually start, like, attacking? Do you remember, like, he... It was a hypnosis thing. Who knows if it was real or not? Like, they hypnotized the guy, and then they put him inside the video game he had just finished playing, like... Oh, had, I think Like, there's a couple that. of tapes, like, like yeah. I remember someone playing a prank on some guy where it's like, hey, you're gonna be the guard booth here, or whatever, and then it's like, they hire people to be zombies, or whatever, and you get some interesting reactions. That Don't ever do that to me. Start killing. Don't ever fucking do that No, yeah. To me. I carry a knife. I'll go. There's that weird bet. There's that weird balance where it's like, oh, do I hit this guy over the head? Is he, you know? That's just they did a zombie walk in Austin where they just have random people dressing up as zombies and walking down. That was great. They walked by our office. Yeah, we had a bloody handprint on our window. Oh, yeah, somebody- from uh, what's her name? She was the girl that we uh, Kayla. Know. Kayla. Kayla was in that, and she was. She was like, oh, Kayla, but she was a zombie, and then she like put like a bloody hand on her and dragged it down, so we had this bloody hand. That's when the zombies are going to attack. They're like, when's the next zombie walk? That's when we're coming out. No, but it freaks me out. I mean, there is like, I mean, you kind of walk around with in the back of your head being mentally prepared for something like that, right? And Absolutely. So, then you turn a corner, you that's, don't know that's, what's going that's, on. That's, that's what's going to get you is you're going to be like, ah, those Alamo guys, and then they're going to bite you. Right. Yeah. It's going to be over. Like, ah, this guy's it's got gonna, a great cosplay. He even stinks. And he's, it's going to give you that moment of indecision that's going to be... That's going to cost you. Exactly. Yeah. It's the moment of decision. They did that with, um, like, Friday the 13th, where they took uh, people, the Alamo took people and put them into buses and then drove them out to a summer camp. Yeah, yeah summer camp. Yeah. They're, then, they're great with that stuff. They gave them, like, the, the, the uniforms, uniforms and everything. Yeah. yeah. And they, they spent the night out in the woods in the summer camp, and then they had to watch Friday the 13th. Did, yeah. Did they I also mean, have, like, um, the guy who played uh, Freddy Krueger and some other actor out there as well doing like Q&As after the movie. I know, I think they had the dude who plays Jason Voorhees. Like they even talked about one time he was there at a screening um, the guy who played Jason Voorhees? Yeah, they had so a, like the guy in the, behind the mask. Behind the guy yeah. behind the mask. Not all that, you know. But really. still the kind of guy's like everybody knows him but doesn't he's like he's got to tell people that, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like and, David Prowse. But apparently they were doing a screening of one of the movies and he was there with one of the actors who was a kid in it who is now like probably 50 and uh, the <laughs> film broke and while they're trying to fix it they got up and acted out the scene. You do that's it, you know? awesome. That's pretty funny, right? That's, yeah, that's, that's awesome. Pretty, yeah. Well, we're trying to entertain the crowd. Because then we went, yeah. Carrie and I went and saw Walking Dead, and sure enough. Did we talk about this last week? I think I got the reels mixed up. I don't no, know. No. Yeah, so, I mean, we go watch TV at the Alamo. We went and watched Walking Dead. But by the way, did you watch the most recent episode of Walking Dead? I have not, because I thought that they were going to show two. I think this was the mid-season finale. We talked about that last week, yeah. for sure. So this, so there's not going to be a screening this week. Okay. Coming week because that last week was the last screen, okay. or last episode of the the mid season, but uh, it was good. It was good, man. It was a big payoff for the for the whole thing. It was a long kind of dragged out arc across like six or seven episodes. Is yeah, that last that last episode that we saw didn't really? It just kind of ended. It is. Like you're, it. you're like, where are the zombies? Come yeah, on, where are the zombies? Yeah. So it, was, it ended well. I thought it was thought it was great. Thought it was great. That's cool. I'm still in season one. I'll get caught up someday. I got I got the uh, I got the Nielsen. 
the Nielsen people sent me like a Nielsen uh, diary. They did not. They did. They sent me the Nielsen. Yeah. Like even they like they had sent me a letter saying you're selected. We're going to call you. And I remember them calling me on my home phone, which of course I don't have a phone plugged in. So I remember seeing it flash on the screen like, well, I guess I'm just not going to get it. And I just didn't call them. I didn't talk to them. doesn't matter. They sent me like the diary with Nielsen stuff and um, I have not filled it out. You're a bad person. At all. And they you should do it. Give me five bucks. It's a constitutional obligation to do the Nielsen I, I, I It's like uh, I know some – I should do it. I should do it. What do you watch, Joel? Like what – it's all mad money, right? <laughs> CNBC? I watch, I watch Bloomberg, CNBC, and sports. Don't fill yours out. Someone should make like a like a, a mad money like heartthrob poster we can give to Joel. I also watch <laughs> – uh, I also watch – I also watch um, American Horror Story. I've heard a lot about that. What's the story with American Horror Story? I actually haven't watched it, but I watch it. Oh, I see what you're saying. You're going to put that on your diary? That's going on the diary probably. Yeah. You watch Top Gear? You know, it's funny. I save Top Gear. uh, Like I don't usually watch it. I have a question then about this diary. Do does does it ask like only what you're watching on broadcast, or does it count stuff that you've DVR'd, or is it stuff that you're watching on Netflix? Or I'm not some gonna streaming lie. Service? I'm not gonna lie. I cracked that thing open, and it had like 20 bullet point instructions of like do this, file out that, make sure you. Blah, 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 blah. I was like, yeah, I'm not. I can't. I don't know. It's thick. I should bring it in. You should see. Yeah, it. I'd, I'd, I'd be interested to see that. I've done like the the radio one before, but I've never seen the TV one. Yeah. There's a radio one? Yeah. yeah, the radio one, they even sent a dollar bill with it. Yeah, they sent like a no, couple... No, I, like, I got five bucks with mine. Yeah, they sent a couple bucks in it, and then you like send it back to them, and they send you like a couple more bucks. Like, they send cash, like a few... That's really weird. I thought yeah, that was illegal weird. to send cash. I don't think it's illegal. I just think it's discouraged. Maybe if they uh, maybe if they don't acknowledge it or something. I don't know. Maybe don't if they know. use tokens. Yeah, I got They I got included a five tokens <laughs> in the thing. So yeah. if, it is something, though. If you see it, if you see the dollar bill or the $5 bill, you read the rest of it. You know what I mean? It's like, why am I getting $5? You know, Can I get five more dollars if I read this yeah. piece of paper? <laughs> How does this they work? They figure, they, they, they do it. They they've unlocked the human psyche. They put it all together. <laughs> once like, you fill it out and send it back to them, then they send you more money, and that's what it says. How do you get on this list? Oh. I want free money. It's I, don't, awesome. I, I don't have cable, but I'll do it. Last year, I think I got the I'll radio bring, one like two or three times. Will you, fill, will you help me fill this out? Absolutely. I don't have cable, but I'll do it. I'll just put Skyrim in there. You watch Skyrim. Skyrim, That'd be awesome. I watch Skyrim. (laughs) Call of Duty. I'll just like draw a sword. I am the Thane of Whiterun. (laughs) I watch. I watch the Boss Rutan show inside of Grand Theft Auto. That's what I watch. (laughs) Did you watch that ever? No. So in Grand Theft Auto Four, you get to there and watch the TVs, and there was a Boss Rutan show, and it was fucking funny. Yeah. yeah. I never really played GTA Four. Really? You didn't. That's good. It's another one of those games. It's another one of those open world games. I played it for like an hour or two. Like I like those. Yeah. I'm sick what of it. I don't get it. I don't know. They're the best. I'm defective and, or Has something. anyone here played the latest Call of Duty? I'm the only yeah. one, right? I finished it. Oh, you did finish it? Yeah. And so by that, I mean I beat that, the single player campaign. Okay, I don't, I don't want to say – I don't want to be negative. No. That, be negative. That thing might have peaked. You think so? Yeah. What, what, what are you talking – I'm sorry. What are we talking about? Call of Duty. Oh. I mean, what, what did you think of uh, – um, I mean, it was okay. My my problem with it was I feel like I'm 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 rushing through. There's so many games right now. I think that, that, that's my problem. Too. It, I get a stack of games. Yeah, it might be smarter for them to to. I mean, I know they lose Christmas, but it might be smarter for them to move the release date. They should. I, I just I just pumped through as fast as I could just to get to the next. They game. should. They, when they when they released it last week, they got the biggest number that any game had gotten to that point. Plus, it so, came right after Battlefield Three, and I feel like yeah. I had just wrapped up Battlefield Three. 
I mean, we got a chance to play Battlefield Battle 3. 3. I feel like November has turned into this big, like, just like release a- all of the games, yeah. and that's it. Storytelling in video games is hard, though. They had a thing. Well, listen, like, two... I wish Jack was in here, because we talk about this all the time, but it's sort of like... Get Jack in here. How hard is that? Call, Call of Duty. No, he can't, he can't, be, he can't be disturbed. <laughs> working on, He's a delicate artist. It's an artist. Um... No, we will, I mean, we can talk about it later or whatever, but it's sort of just like they had some very cool moments in some of the previous Call of Duties where it's like, oh, you go through a mission, you get in a helicopter, and then like they kill you, and you're like, wow, it was like a real genuine what-the-fuck moment yeah. that genuinely brought emotion out of you. You're like, you can't do that. Did they do that? They did that. And then they took that and ran with it where it's like every – and it's every scene I have, now. I have a theory about this. And, 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 and you can't – like you get into every vehicle – Every vehicle you get into Call of Duty, you're gonna, it's going to crash. <laughs> I mean, there's like, there's like, they, you might as well, like, I'm surprised I don't have like a cargo plane where there's a car in the cargo plane and you crash the car into another car and then the plane crashes. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's just like. Uh, <laughs> uh, like, you know, now they have, on the beginning of those Call of Duty games, ever since the last Modern Warfare, ever since Modern Warfare 2, you know, they have the no Russian level. And when you started Modern Warfare 2, they give you the prop, like, this game contains disturbing stuff. Do you Which, want to see it Yeah, that was, and that was. And they did it again, this game, where, like, when you play Modern Warfare 3 for the first time, it says, this game contains disturbing stuff. Do you want to see it or not? Yes. I feel like what they should have done was a head fake, where you play it, and there's, like, a scene where it's, like, a family, and they get affected by something, and some bad stuff happens. You're like, oh, it's kind of fucked up. Uh-huh. They should have had a second disturbing scene, because everyone would have been expected only one. Right. Wow. They should have done something else. Well, they should have done something do, like, else, a, a, because a they, have, they tried to one-up themselves, I guess, because yeah. everyone knows about the airport scene in the, in right. the first one. That, that was sort of like, whoa, what the fuck? That's kind of crazy. And it kind of was kind of crazy. Now they're just yeah. trying to, like, I don't know, trying to replicate that emotional yeah. moment. It's not working. Yeah, I felt like th- that, that moment in, the, in 3 should have either been removed or should have been followed up with, like, a second... It was like More I, I don't like to use the word gratuitous or whatever, but it was just sort of gratuitous. Mm-hmm. It didn't really have much emotional impact, and the story kind of like I feel well, like in the first game, the story I was engrossed in the story. It was a little whatever. There was a story, right. but by this game, it's like that. What? There's no story. Was there a story there? It just was sort of like now nah, you're fighting. The, the, now you're the, shooting. The, the problem I had was by the time I finished it, I couldn't remember why we right. were chasing Makarov. It's See, like wait, no, what no, did no, this yeah, guy I, do? It was just paste, it was like yeah. pasted together. See, I'm, even I'm, that you can name a name in there. Like I played, my, I don't even. I mean, you change the character that you're playing. Jack, Jack is here. You go back What's and up? Hey, hey, Jack. You go back and forth with different characters you're playing. I just like. I, I spent so long on the levels because I tried to play in the hardest level to get the achievements uh-huh. that I'm in that level for two or three hours. You should put your narrative stuff in the interactive part because that's the time where you spend your most amount of time. Something. Yeah. Something. Because like, I no think there's a point where it's like, oh my god, that guy turned on us. He's against us. He's the mole. Oh, it would be awesome if I knew who this guy was. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I, mean, the, the, I have no idea yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. looking there's at. There's no relevancy between the actions that you're taking in the gameplay and the storyline. No. There's no relevancy yeah. whatsoever. So why have, just, why have I been summoned? I was talking about Call of Duty and what we were talking about. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've, I've sort of covered, but yeah. Oh, yeah, basically how, like, they, like, it, mean, it seemed to me like like Modern Warfare 1, they use stuff, like, when you're, when you're I mean, we can spoil it at this point, when your character dies, when they kill off your character. I already spoiled it. Yeah, it seems like now, like they just they like, oh man, that was a great thing. Let's do that over and over and over again, and all the rest of them. It's like they they have one cool thing and they just reuse it over and over too much. So mm. anyway, I haven't, I haven't even touched Modern Warfare three yet. They hit a nerve. Yeah, yeah, it was fantastic. But now then they overused it. They they didn't know how it worked in the first one. But mm. anyway. Yeah, well, it's funny when you're playing a video game. All video games are sort of relevant to every video game before it, and like that moment in the helicopter crash. Had a twist on every game you've ever played. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. That's never happened before, and now it's like, 
I don't know. Yeah, watching the nuke go off and everything, that was pretty badass. But Yeah. All right, well, I'm going to go to lunch now. Where are you going to go for lunch? I'm going to Serrano's. Oh, good for you. Okay, wait for me. No. Get the, get <laughs> the Puyo, get the Puyo logo. No, I'm meeting someone, so I cannot. Oh, yeah. who are you meeting? Oh. Okay. All right, bye, guys. <laughs> are you bringing back the taco? Are you bringing back a taco? No. No taco. Bring back a taco. Do you looking for a new job? Do you need a letter of recommendation? <laughs> Be happy to provide one. Triple kit, taco. Um, but it's like it's. I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's I'm a lot. It's also because it's a sequel too. Like a lot of things. I went back and played the original Halo because it was Halo Anniversary. And if you connect with that first story too, it's like everything's new and crazy. And like in particular Halo, and you can say this about Lost too, the first season. It's so much about discovery. Like oh shit, we showed up at a warp. Here's this halo. What's this thing? Look at all this backstory, and you're like the whole story is like filling in this weird yeah. gaps of like what the hell is this? And it's like cool. Oh, yeah. building blocks going into place. Yeah, but then you got to kind of like later in other ones, you got you can't keep that up. I mean, Lost was I think the prime example of that where survivors show up in the island, they don't know shit. Okay, the Dharma Initiative, they know everything, you know. But then later on, we have to say, okay, well now we have to focus on the Dharma Initiative. They can't know everything, so they don't know shit either. Okay, it's all then about the others know it's, everything. It's, it's all about creating questions. Yeah. And the exciting part is the create the creation of questions. The when you part answer is the gaps, sure. But it's like when when you have to answer those questions, that's when it gets to be yeah. It's like in Lost, the first four seasons. The, who's the dude who didn't aid? Richard Halpert. Yeah, is Richard it? Alpert. Alpert. Yeah, Alpert. He was like, we get to that guy. He's going to have the answers. He didn't know anything. He knew nothing. He's been there forever. He's been there for a long ass time. He didn't know everything. He was scared of everything. It's like, <laughs> what was that noise? He's like. Okay, and then, then they always put another level. Okay, Dharma Initiative doesn't know shit. Fine. Okay, the others, they know what's going on. Uh, and then they have a leader. Okay, they don't know anything. This guy, Ben, he knows everything. Oh, but look out. Ben reports this guy, Richard Alpert. That guy knows everything. Richard Alpert doesn't know shit. They both report to Jacob. Oh, yeah, let's find Jacob. What does he do? Oh, he doesn't know anything either. His mom knows something. Nope. <laughs> no, she doesn't. What the fuck is she? He's fucking dead. This is sort of like the process of life, actually, <laughs> when I think about it. It's like that trust that someone else is smarter than yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. It's like, no, he knows shit. No one, it's all bullshit. Yeah, they're all like, no, no. Working their way up the ladder. I just got to get to the guy who knows what the fuck is happening. Because it is like and, then when you, and then when you do get there, it's like, oh, well, you're just asking the wrong question. Really, it's about friendship. <laughs> yeah, it's about get, family. Then you get to the writers and they're like, well, well what, do, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> do you have any ideas? Forget, forget all the questions that you were asking. It's not about those questions. Love. It's your own it's personal about- journey <laughs> with loss. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it is hard. It is hard, especially when you like – when you mysterious is how you start, and people lock in with mysterious. Uh-huh. You gotta, you gotta go somewhere. It's hard to go somewhere with mysterious, you know. Yeah, well, if, if you can for go, a long period of time, if, like if you can go that way for three years, and you've won. People like mysterious, but they want answers. It's like a conflicting mm-hmm. desires. Yes, exactly. And you can satisfy one, but you destroy the other. All right, well, we need to wrap up because we're going. We have a we had a late start today, so we know where Jack is going to lunch. Where are we? Should we should go. go we should lunch? go. Where are we going to lunch? Oh, we should go and just get like You want to crash his lunch? Booth next to him. That's yeah. just, that seems, I just got to pick up a sandwich and come back. That seems I gotta, like a bad start idea. Cutting this. All right. I'm, Before, just, I'm just kidding. I would never do that. I would you, do that. I would definitely no, do I'd that. Before do that. we leave, Brandon wanted me to give a shout out to our new YouTube channel, Rishi's yes. Shows, which is where Past Cast lives. So you should go check it out. And there'll be a link right now in the Enhanced Podcast. And also, don't forget, um, if the Red vs. Blue Season 9 DVD is out in stores and in the Rooster Teeth store as well. So if you're trying to figure out what to buy someone for Christmas, what better way to introduce them to Rooster Teeth than to buy them a Red vs. Blue I hope someone DVD? gets me a Red vs. Blue Season 9 DVD for Christmas. So do I. I don't know anybody that cool, though. <laughs> that would be awesome. 
All right. Well, thanks for listening. Hey, wait. I get an idea where we can go for, for, for lunch. Why don't we now go to Garcia's and get the chicken fried chicken and we can take pictures of it. And we can even bring you back some, Gus. Or we can bring you back some fajitas nortenas. I'm just going to eat a sandwich. You sure? Yeah. Joel? It's late in the day for me. You want to go to lunch with me? I will never turn down Garcia's chicken fried chicken. It's not that far away. I'll no, it's, it's really not. It's like four or five exits down. <sighs> Do it. I'll, I'll never turn it down. I'll always go to that. All right. Thanks for listening. I have another story I want to tell.